Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Alan, how are you doing? Great. Everything's good so far, so good. What's the beginning of the week? Yes. (laughs) It may turn into craziness later. (laughs) Well, it's always exciting. Um, Well... As a dude, yeah. you never know what comes your way. Yeah, I mean, it's there's all always you, you live the, the life pantry. of, you know, like a celebrity in the fast lane. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> versus sure. the dad who, you know, I'm asleep by nine yeah, or you're you know t- tethered to these beings that right. are psychologically pulling <laughs> from you. No, I'm only kidding. It's rewarding, I'm sure. And the dude sometimes. life is sometimes a little lonely, you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh so we have a, a very interesting topic today. Um, sometimes kids as, as, I mean, I'm sure adults, this happens too as well, but sometimes children don't act the way that you desire them to act. Sure. Um, and sometimes it escalates to a level that is like nothing you've ever seen. And these are called tantrums. Tantrums. Yeah. Now I'm not sure your familiarity as a dude with a tantrum. I've seen them. Cousins, friends, kids, friends adults. Kids, adults too. Yeah, exactly. I've seen friends totally. do that. So this like that. episode is nine ways to defuse a tantrum or at least keep your sanity. Yeah. That's kind of the concept. <laughs> so, you know, while learning to avoid tantrums is a skill in itself, there's going to be times when it's simply unavoidable. Sure. You know, as much as we'd love to avoid it. So here is uh, our disclaimer. I've got a, disla- a disclaimer for this. <laughs> we are not doctors, nor are we licensed to provide advice. Good disclaimer. This is solely true. for entertainment purposes. So use any of these techniques at your own risk. <laughs> um, and we can't be responsible for what happens during the tantrum right. or to your child later in life because of the way you handled the tantrum. <laughs> Here's six ways to diffuse it. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it six? Do I have six? No. Wait a second. I've got nine. Six? You got nine. I've got nine You've ways. You've turned that six upside down. Yeah, it's now it's, nine. This is what happens when you don't, <laughs> don't drink enough <laughs> stimulants. <laughs> no. Um, so here's the first one. Avoidance. Okay. What do you mean avoidance? Just avoidance. So avoidance is not to say anything and just simply walk away. Okay. So let's give the scenario that your child, you're in a store and your child is throwing a fit for candy, mm-hmm. you know, and they're five years old or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're throwing a fit for candy. I want candy. Give me candy. More candy. I want candy. <laughs> you simply can just walk away. Mm. You don't say anything. You just doop, walk away. Yeah. Now, this can be difficult in public. Sure. Because, you know, it could be dangerous. <laughs> you walk away. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, at yeah, home, some, it's a lot creepy easier. creepy guy could be yeah. like, I can give you candy. Yeah. At home, it's much easier. So as an example, you know, um, you're, you're sitting in the house and the child, you know, let's say wants candy. I mean, either so or wants a toy or whatever it is. And you simply can just choose to not say anything and walk away. It's yeah. just avoidance. You're avoiding the subject. You're not going to deal with it. You're not saying anything. You're not doing anything. You just avoid it. Sure. Um, you know, when a child doesn't have an audience, 
a tantrum isn't as effective sure. and it's not as exciting. Yeah. So if a child is having throwing a fit and all of a sudden its audience walks away, yeah. it's just not that exciting right, to throw yeah. a fit. Yeah. So I, I'm not even saying this does work. Yeah. It can work. It's not that, you know, it's maybe for some, it's not the best technique. Sure. Um, but if you're in public, you might, you know, and you decide to walk away, you're going to want to maybe keep an eye on them, mm. you know? And so this has happened where, I recall, you know, my child might have been in public or in like a store and I was just not happy with what was going on. They threw a fit and I simply just walked away and kind of just turned the corner like in the grocery store. Yeah. You know, you turn down the aisle. Now, I'm not going to leave my kid there forever, but you want to see what they're doing. And all of a sudden they stop and then they look up. <laughs> and so, you know. I mean, they're doing it for that attention. Sure, um, That's not probably the ideal way to handle it, but it does sometimes work. And right. you can see like, oh, all of a sudden, or they're going to get so freaked out that you just walked away that they'll run after you. The problem is, is that they run after you, they catch up to you, and then they freak out again. <laughs> right. So it doesn't work long term. It's a very short term, yeah. immediate solution. It's avoidance isn't going to work. However, in the home... It can work with a combination of other things, and that's what we'll talk about. Okay. So the second one, throw a tantrum with them. <laughs> this one is very effective for me, <laughs> at least. Um, you might look as stupid as they do, but that's the point. Right. So it might be getting down on the floor, stomping your hands, pounding your fists. Show them how ridiculous they look. Sure. And the hope is that they realize maybe that's not a good look for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, do I look like that? It's like a mirror, right? <laughs> so my kids, I I've done this. In fact, I this you know I actually did this today. Um, <laughs> no, not kidding. Um, I won't say which child, but one of my children um, kind of just like snapped and kind of stomped their feet a little bit. And then like, was like, I want it. And it was, it was just like this weird tan. And so I stomped my feet and like put my hands on my hips and like, was like stomping. And they immediately laughed. <laughs> like they knew exactly like, yeah. okay, that was bad. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, cause they're a little bit older now. They kind of recognize like that wasn't a great tantrum that I just yeah, threw. Like yeah. I, it's not going to be that effective. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of have a tendency to make light of that sure. kind of stuff and yeah. point it out. And they laugh. And they laugh yeah, because they, they knew exactly what it was. Okay, now, I'm sometimes if they're really upset, that's not going to work. Right. Um, and it can actually issue. make it worse. Yeah, it's a sensitive issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're not recognizing that they're upset and they're really, you know, there's something that's making them upset. But that's different often than a tantrum. Right. You know, the tantrums are behavior things that are typically to try to get attention, get something they want. That's much different than the child being really upset about a situation or something that happened right. or something like that. Yeah. So you got to kind of just like yeah, discern the two. Yeah, exactly. Um, the third one is the mirror technique. Yeah. So like I just said, a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So the mirror is you just basically, you know, instead of you, you get a mirror and you hold it up hold to it them. Up, yeah. Or you bring them in front of the mirror. Yeah. So I've done that as well. Um, Place the child in front of the mirror. You bring more the bring the mirror to them. Let them see how they look when they're doing something like this. You know, if right. they're actually if like flailing, they're just not going to be easy to move them. In the <laughs> yeah, right. But if you have a small mirror or you have something, it's, it's easy to do that. Um, they're going to show them it's not very effective, and that's not a good look either. Yeah, it's you know? literally self reflecting. <laughs> yeah, totally. So that that one can work. Um, four, I call the Zen Master. Okay, that's, that's okay. the nickname of this one. This is the technique of just staying calm 
and zen-like. Yeah. Okay. This is probably the hardest out of all. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, you take a few deep breaths and you quietly talk to your child. Mm-hmm. So you might say to them, is there something that you need right now? Mm-hmm. Or how can I help you? <laughs> yeah. Um, you're saying this in a very calm and relaxing voice. Sure. This, we talked, I think it was what, two episodes ago about them not breaking your serenity. Right. That's what yeah. this is. Yeah, yeah. This is regardless of my child throwing a tantrum, I'm not going to get upset right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be calm. I'm going to talk calm because I am calm. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to take a bunch of breaths. So ready to do that. Yeah. So the Zen master is, is yeah. a good one. The fourth one, or sorry, the fifth one, empathy. Mm-hmm. So this is my favorite out of all of them. Sure. Um, like the Zen master, it requires you to be calm. Okay. The difference is, is that you might say something like, I can see that you're really mad, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you know what? That makes you really mad. You're just, you know, acknowledging what's going on right now. So then they can feel heard. Um, or you can say, you know what? I see you really want this toy right now. Like you really, really want it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're talking to them in a manner that they immediately feel like you're listening. And what happens is sometimes, depending on how deep they are into the, the tantrum, <laughs> right. is that they will sort of like, I, I have seen my children sort of back off for a second. Like, oh, like, like they, there's immediate like connection if they, if they can hear you yeah. <laughs> uh, over all that. And you often will get their attention and then you can drop into the Zen master and ask them then those questions. So it's like using the empathy and then dropping into the Zen master. So basically right. you're staying calm, but you're first really acknowledging what's going on. Yeah. I think, you know, that's probably the best scenario. Yeah. I think people just want to be acknowledged yeah. in a lot of scenarios. Yeah. If, if your child is flailing and you, they've already gotten to the point where they are flailing their arms and legs and stomping and screaming, whatever, that's might not, that might not work. Right, yeah. Um, I understand that your arms and legs may hurt right, right now. <laughs> right, um, And then those ones, like, that's where the more drastic, like, you throwing the tantrum or the mirror, like, yeah. those those are the more, dra- you know, this one's not on here, but you could throw cold water on them. <laughs> that's why I said, these are disclaimers. These are entertainment only. Right. Um, and make it cold water, yeah. not, not hot water. No, not that's warm. Mean. Um, but no, cold, I don't think I've ever done that, but that, that would be fun. That would be, that'd be kind like, of funny. Like, splash the water in their face. Yeah. You know, like, what are you doing? That's, isn't that a technique that like by some of the social or like motivational gurus, like yeah. you, know, you do something wrong and it's like, Keesh, you know, yeah. or you a cat, you spray the cat. Oh yeah. You guys spray no, the cat. I have a cat. Yeah. I, have a, I had a squirt gun. I spray them. <laughs> you know, the, one of the things that you water your plants with. Right. That works. It does. It totally works. Get well, if it works for cats, it works for kids. Right. It's <laughs> right my new slogan. Um, the sixth one is distract them with an object. <laughs> so... Bring out, and this works a little bit for the smaller kids. So like when the kid's like, you know, two, three, whatever, so, yeah. know, as they get older, like a shiny object's not going to distract them. Right. But basically you give them something to hold if that's like the situation. So um, while you do risk them throwing it back at you at that age, <laughs> you know, like, like they're getting crazy and especially like, like let's say it's at dinner time or something yeah. like that. And then you give them something, they'll, they'll have a tendency to like throw it or get upset. So you got to be careful. Um, but you know, a lot of times it's because they want something, they want to grab onto something or they're wanting to hold something that, you know, that they've seen. So if that's the case, 
you know, providing them a substitute can help diffuse that. Right. You know, and that's just, you know, give him your keys or you give him, and, and that's a common thing. Like a kid will want a little bottle or, a, you know, whatever, or a piece of food or whatever. Yeah. And you can give them usually with some sort of shiny thing. Right. That's like, you know, there was, I forget what the, the, um, there was this little giraffe that was so popular when my kids were, you know, it was like they could teethe with it. They can hold it. They can squeeze it. It makes noise. It like, you know, there's like so many things and everybody had this darn giraffe <laughs> and they priced it ridiculous. I'm sure. Cause everyone wanted yeah. it. Yeah. So that was distracting them with an object. The, the seventh one is distracting them by doing something funny or crazy. Yeah. So that's the other kind of distraction. Yeah. Do a cartwheel. So this could mean you talk in a funny voice. You could do your, Hey, I used to do Elmo or, you know, something like that. Um, you can make noises or you just do something that, you know, can cause a distraction. Oftentimes they, especially when they're young, they'll forget while they're having, well, you know, they, <laughs> right. they forget what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, all of a sudden they kind like, of move oh, on to like, the next thing. Yeah. It's like, Oh, just, okay. yeah. Like, Oh, dad's talking funny or being whatever. And you know, you're trying to distract them. Yeah. You know, it's not a great long-term solution, but basically kind of same thing where it's just, it's something really quick that you want to do. Right. Um, the eighth one, and I really like this one is hug it out, hug it out. So you give them affection. Now they may just want attention. And so you've got to be careful with this one Mm. because you don't want them to do the tantrum in order to get the affection. Right. So while you're doing the hugging or the affection, you are probably then going to want to talk with them. You know, and so that's basically, you know, whether that's putting your hand on them just nicely or it's literally giving them a hug, Mm -hmm. um, they often will just forget or like, you know, this whole thing is they just wanted the attention. So when they're really young, sometimes that's okay to just give them that attention, you know, because what happens is, is that you don't want to reward them for that behavior but it might just be they're throwing the tantrum because they really do need attention, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's them communicating to you because they don't know how to communicate. Right. Yeah. They're, that's, working, you know, it, they're working it out. Yeah. Themselves. And that's, that's a different situation than a kid just wanting a toy. Right. You know, and, but if a kid like you, a perfect example is you're on the phone, kids love throwing tantrums while you're on the phone. <laughs> so especially when it's important. Right. Yeah, exactly. Dealing with um, whatever. Yeah. They, they will like kind of try to distract you. And the bottom line is then you might have to put your arm on them or, you know, hold their hand or do something to give them that affection so that they're fulfilled. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, and that's a real thing. The kid, if you know, now there are some children that like doesn't seem to be no matter how much you give. And I've seen that with my own kids. Like even, in a day, or I think my wife has talked about that, where it's like, you know, the whole day she'll spend with one of her children and like giving them affection and all that. And then later that night, they still want more. <laughs> like, it's like, I've been with you all day. I've been hugging and kissing you for yeah, hours yeah. and you still want more. And so yeah, that's, that's how know, good it is. Right. No, totally. Like, <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> that was great. Now, can we keep doing Let's it? Do you know, it like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's oh, you just gave me hugs and kisses. I want more. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, no, I understand it. It's like when something feels really nice, you want, you want more, sure. of it. but since we got to be careful, there's like a yeah, overflow, of, right? You get too much, you know. Um, and then the last one, of course, you know, this makes the most sense too, is to understand the triggers, right? So, you know, the best way, of course, to diffuse the situation is to have it never happen. But like I said in the beginning, this is oftentimes unrealistic. So you, if you can understand and see the times that tantrums happen, that's then what parents try to do to then avoid them. 
Right. So I'll give you an example, transitions. And we've talked about this where, you know, you're at a park and you say, okay, let's go. And a child then might throw the tantrum. Right. So the way to avoid that, and you know, because, okay, they've thrown tantrums every time, is you say, okay, we've got five minutes left. Okay, we got three minutes left. Okay, you got one minute left. You know, and then giving them those warnings. Mm -hmm. So you're, that, you know, that's an easy way to avoid that hostility and that transition. Another one might be at bath time or at eating time, you know, and by giving them choices. You know, they might, I hate bath, blah, 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 blah. What do you say? Hey, well, do you want to, you know, do you want to use your duck this time or do you want to use the frog, you know, sure, sure. or do you want this kind of soap or do you want that? Like giving them those choices and doing that, you know, gets them participating in, in the process. Um, uh, you know, another big one is them getting dressed, you know, mm -hmm. kids when they're very young and trying to get them dressed. Um, and so, you know, with, as being a parent, the hardest thing, I know it's hard for me is the patience. You know, sure. somebody had just asked me recently, it's like, you know, when your kids are difficult, you know, what, what's the biggest thing? What, like, what's the best advice that you can give? Yeah. They asked this question. And I said, for me, the two things, one is patience, which I don't have a lot of. <laughs> it, it's hard. It's hard for me. Yeah. Patience is hard. And the second one's empathy. Yeah. Those are the two things for me that I recognize are the most important things of dealing with your children. Right. So if you can't, I mean, the, I, I see some people that are just, I mean, over and over, whether it's at the school or whatever, there's some moms I even see that's like, I can't believe how patient they are. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't, it's just, it's amazing. You know, <laughs> dads have a tendency to be a little less patient. Sure. Um, but just, you know, seeing like just calm and always like, um, there's one mom in particular I've seen and she has multiple kids and I just, I always see she's so calm. Yeah. Like, you know, and I don't think it's drugs, you know, it's like, <laughs> right. I mean, she really just is calm, yeah. you know, and sometimes that's the nature of the person. Right. And as a result, her kids are behave and like, you know, are fairly calm. I mean, they're rambunctious when they're in certain situations, but it's like, they're just calm. Yeah. Like, you know, the person's calm. So I think that's important is you, you understand those triggers. If you're able to be calm in those situations, um, and kind of think about it. It's like, okay, well, how can we avoid this by kind of thinking ahead? Right. Um, so, you know, those are, those are nine things. You obviously have to figure out what works best for you and your child. What you also want to look at is what you might be doing currently that's not working. Yeah. You know, because the child continues to have the yeah, same behavior yeah, try a different that's obviously not working. Sure. But the reality is, is when they are two to 22, <laughs> two to... <laughs> You know, my 12. kids aren't throwing really tantrums. I mean, you know, and they're, you know, six and eight. So they're not, they're kind of past that. Yeah. They might, I mean, there's situations where they get upset, but I wouldn't even call, call it tantrums, tantrum, although yeah. the situation today was, but, um, but it's so small and it's so minor. Yeah, and it's not, right. so it's like, it you was know, diffused from, by something funny. yeah, from two to like five is probably the, the biggest, you know, tantrum thing. And so you, the way that you handle that is important. Yeah. You know, um, I, I don't agree with fear, right. you know, by punishment. Yeah. Hey, if you do that, you're going to get in trouble. Like it doesn't work. Yeah. You're not teaching them to calm yeah. or to manage themselves other than like being fearful of what's going to happen to them. Yeah. If they're, if they give you something to cry about. Right. Doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work. Um, so you just got to figure out what works. Every child's different. Like what will work with my son might not work with my daughter. Sure. So you kind of have to figure that out. So, you know, 
that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, for sure. It makes so, sense. What do people do if they have some feedback? What should they... If you want to throw a tantrum, uh, email us at podcast. Show us videos. Send yeah, us videos yeah, of your show kids' video and, uh, explain, no, it's Podcast at dudesanddads.com is the email. Um, if you also want to get us on social media, Twitter, Dudes to Dads, Facebook is dudesanddads.com. And please go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave some five-star reviews um, and you know subscribe to our channels there. Also, we're on YouTube as well. And I think that's about all the social media You know media what would channels. be funny, though? If you do have take video of your kid having a tantrum, that would be awesome, be, and share that with us. Oh, that'd be terrible. Yeah, send it to us, and we'll tweet Hilarious. it out or put it out yeah. on Facebook. The kid will not like you for a little. I don't while. know. Do you have to sign a disclaimer by the child? <laughs> Use their likeness. Yeah, you can't just block out their eyes. I was gonna say, give it that black box yeah. over their eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so with that, thank you, Alan. Thank another you. another week. Uh, we then we'll see you next time. See you next week.